to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I'm your host David Wolf, and I'm joined here by Kieran and Alan. And each and every week we bring you all the latest Magic news as well as our tournament report and of course our deck of the week. How is? Doing pretty well. Good stuff. Yeah. Didn't go to a PPTQ this weekend, even though there was one on. Feeling oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Didn't have to. You yeah. or something I forgot Already to do. got there. Oh, <laughs> that easy. Yeah, I'm glad I did, I did not drive to Derry. On, um, yeah, on Derry's very far away. I think it's Just as far for away. people who don't know Ireland, <laughs> Derry is probably one of the furthest, like almost the furthest place away that you can drive to from Dublin. I think it Pretty is actually, much, yeah. Like Donegal, maybe the tip of Donegal and the tip of Kerry are further away, but yeah, other than yeah. that. It's pretty. That's pretty much as far yeah. as you can go. So it's it's in a whole other country, yeah, which is unusual. Fair play to yeah. everybody who did though. Some people did. Yeah, them, yeah, so. they did. Yeah, and obviously a lot of northern players. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Although so many of them have qualified anyway. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we did them a turn because yeah, yeah. It was a southern player who yeah. who managed to take that one down after yes. several northern Irish players. Uh, Stealing our PPTQ wins. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I believe uh, Daniel Maher won. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So congratulations, Maher, I think. Yeah, yeah he was playing Maher. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So this week we have got the ban restricted update. Oh my god! Big news. <laughs> we have more uh, discussion of Dominaria cards. Um, we have a little bit of news from the GPs over the weekend, or discussion of the GPs, mm-hmm. and of course we'll be doing our deck of the week and our and our tournament report. Um, so let's kick it off with the banner restriction announcement. Standard. No updates. No, no changes. No changes, yeah. yeah. Modern. There's no changes in any of them. Yeah. Well, I won't go through them all. No changes in any format. Although they did change the online 1v1 commander ban list. Did they? What? Yeah. I didn't see this. Yeah, so they, changes. they tweeted about it a bit afterwards, yeah. So they banned Edgar <laughs> oh, Markov. Oh, wait, changes. What? They changed Edgar Did Markov. they really? They banned Edgar Markov. What the yeah. fuck? He's pretty good, like. Yeah, they said he was too good. They banned Ancient Tomb, Sylvan Library, Worldly Tutor, Sylvan Tutor, Chrome Mox. This is all from memory. I can't believe I remember this. Yeah, well done. Uh, I think that might be it. I didn't even know this before we started recording. A a huge number of cards to be banned in a day in the beer and update, but not without being included in the beer and update. Yeah, it really is. And I think they unbanned a few cards as well. I can't remember which ones though. But yeah, they said that Eminence is too good, so they had to ban Edgar Markov. They couldn't ban anything else from the deck. Yeah, okay. Okay, And uh, they wanted to ban Sylvan Library because it's too good when you're at 30 life. Sure, yeah. And um, they... Wanted to ban stuff that made other strategies basically you like, increase increase brewing basically so people can bring new decks in. Okay. So uh, yeah, I don't know. And yeah, fast mana as well. They just ban more fast mana. So yeah. There you go. Yeah. Literally uh, nobody cares about one v one commander. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, like, it kind of shows how how unpopular this format is if like no one noticed that it wasn't included in the beer update. Like yeah. Exactly. yeah well, it's not like it. a sanctioned paper format, I guess. So maybe they don't include it. With yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. You know the sure, normal yeah. update. Sure. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, but that is maintained by Wizards, that one. Yeah, it is, yeah. Okay. But yeah, RIP Edgar Markov. Sorry to any 1v1 yeah, commander God. grinders. Yeah. Is that a good format to grind on Magic Online Dragon for ticks? No idea. I'd say it takes so long I to get matches. I have literal yeah. no concept of what's yeah. going on there. Every time I look at the league, there's like 70 players in it or something. <laughs> really? like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. There's a guy, yeah, you know, invest in a deck that like is only using this format known likes, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the decks are really expensive as yeah, well. Yeah, Could be the best format ever, though. We don't know. Well, yeah, it is best for whatever. Yeah. Uh, brawl, I played a lot of brawl over the weekend. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. played a few good matches. Um, 
against Pablo, and um, I yeah, I, I was a. Um, so who was your commander? My commander was the the locust god, lobster god. Um, drawn cards. Basically, the theme of my deck was uh, red and blue cards I own with draw a card written on them. Nice. So it's um, also the theme of your commander deck. Yeah, basically is yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's a theme I like to have in, in my in, in my casual games. And your favorite visions standard favorite, deck. Yeah, it? exactly. I have full yeah. of visions in my commander deck, mm. and I w- there will be one in my brawl deck if if I could play it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I did a. Actually, I, I suppose I is that, as what was your commander in that uh, in that format? If we could go back to like BFC Shadows Over and Strad Standard, ooh, like a bra- oh, like last year's brawl, yeah, probably oh Gideon, Gideon, one on one to me, Allison. Just oh, always have certain. it on turn yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, and you can play you can play red white as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. Just, yeah, oh, sweet. Yeah, that would be good. Jesus, right, always have an Allison in your hand on turn five. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> and you were just build your deck around to like uh, flipping it intentionally, like you know, with a yeah, um, like I was gonna say, Westfield Abbey, yeah, that's called, yeah, yeah. How does that flip? I was intentionally, you just kill your creatures, like How big, creatures, big, big tokens, and yeah, you big tokens, tokens. Yeah. and then you pay, you kill five tokens to kill it, yeah, and you flip so like, that's gonna take you a long time, yeah, well, <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> fair enough, it's a, it's a good strategy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, um, yeah, okay, so brawl. Any, yeah. any updates from Brawl? Not really, no. I just thought it was one to play. Balanced format? Um, well, they do. I only played one matchup over and over again. Okay. Um, and I never got warm because the decks were... You know, I think it was in the decks, it's like the games are always going to be very different. Yeah. Um, yeah it was cool. Pablo was playing cool. Uh, Grixis Pirates deck with lots of different you know, alternate win conditions. Okay. Um, with mechanized production on treasure tokens. And Revel and Riches. Yeah. We were both playing Brass's Bounty. Uh, nice. <laughs> nice. It's the most play Brass's Bounty ever yeah. seen. <laughs> it, it really was. Yeah. Yeah, that was really. Then afterwards, after we left, and then there was this, this is at the Magic Open House. Um, okay, I, I, was, I was just I just happened to be there, and um, I introduced sort of some new players there, and they had commander decks, and I was like, oh hey, this, they, they asked me to play commander. Stuff. I was like, deadly commander. Wait, new players with commander. Yeah, I, that's what that's what I thought, David. And then uh, I sat down beside. I was like, I have a commander deck. And then I, I had the majority to get to. I was like, this mm-hmm. is fine. And we're just playing out for two turns. And one, both both are they both are commander decks. They were commander decks, but they're both unsleeved. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of them like went you know, turn two, two mana, two two. And I'm like, oh no, this is not going to be an enjoyable experience for for these yeah, at all. Yeah. I introduced some tutorial to get to, and I, I did I did lose by drawing my deck and then oh, really? okay. not having a reliable way to have a deck to draw from a library to draw from. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. That was, that was fun. Um, good stuff. I mean, you yeah. gotta you gotta find out about commander sometime. Real, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Serious commander. Real, real, real nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we talk? I don't know. Does is anyone surprised with the BNR? Okay. No, not really. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think no. anybody. Yeah, yeah, I don't think anybody was really expecting any changes in any form. But like, standard, standard yeah. is the, the mm-hmm. most the most amazing it's been in years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, modern, pretty much the same. Like the Bloodbraid and and Jace haven't really affected the format. Hollow yeah. one has affected the format. Hollow one has yeah, affected, actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron, um, Aaron Forsyth did tweet today saying that uh, there's no, so kind of just pointing out there's no Jaces or Blubber Bells in the top eights from the GP weekend. Yeah, that might be because uh, there's a broken deck that, and they maybe need to ban something from it. Yeah, that's, possibly, that's true. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think modern's kind of somewhat under control. Like people are having fun still. Yeah, sure. There's like yeah, yeah, even can, though Hollow one is very good, it's it's not like top of the metagame percentages or anything that like we saw in the GPs over the weekend it mm. was like I think it was like third after Affinity and Humans mm. yeah. right yeah on so. day two yeah okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah yeah. Uh, they both the Humans and Hollow One have consistently been doing very very well though. yeah they yeah. have ever yeah. since the creation of both decks so very interesting to see two such mm. new decks to being 
amazing in modern. Yeah, yeah. They're both kind of hinge round. They're both kind of base round, like essentially new cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, humans with the uh, Mixalan, always a card from Mixalan. Unclaimed territory. Yeah, so it's got it. It shows the format is you know growing and evolving, and people will always complain about T-Sex. Yeah, definitely. Maybe won't be around for that long. Yeah, yeah. Um, legacy, then, yeah, legacy. I think maybe peop, some people were half expecting a downright shaman ban, but I think it yeah. hasn't gotten to that point yet. Mm. And like at the legacy GP in Seattle recently, we did see a lot of players playing lands mm. to try and combat the deathright shaman strategies, sure, just playing yeah. like these grindy punishing fire decks and stuff like that, where you can just keep killing their death rights and stuff like that. Uh, I don't really know if that's a viable way to do it just because lands is like twice as expensive as every other yeah. legacy deck which are already insanely expensive yeah. like there's just not that many copies of like tabernacle and drop of honey and like the, the deck is just outrageously expensive yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not like if you're gonna have big legacy events they just physically can't be that many lands players so mm-hmm. I don't know that's true yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think Deathrite Shaman is gonna eat a ban at some point down the line but it didn't really need to be yet, I don't think. Yeah, I, th- sure. I think it's just going to keep building for another six months, nine months, or something like that, yeah. and then, then they're going to drop the hammer, hammer on it eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think judging on how long it took them to kind of uh, kind of enact the top ban. I mean, that was the yeah. deck for a long time, so it's like sure, I think yeah. I'd expect one to that be took years, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like it's and as we are kind of yeah, see, see there's many uh, legacy GPs this, this year, so maybe after because the legacy GP in Birmingham, uh, maybe there's other side of that. Yeah, um, sure. Like yeah. July I think is the next beginner update, so. And I mean, there's going to be like Pro Tour one. The Pro Tour is the 25th anniversary Pro Tour is the is the trios one, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that includes Legacy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. They probably want to take a similar approach to Modern and not shake it up before the Pro Tour. I would but imagine maybe so. yeah, after yeah. the Pro Tour they'll make a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. What do, What do you guys think? I saw a couple of people complaining that they they literally you know they posted the BNR update that literally just said all formats no changes and that was the end of the. That was the end of the article. Oh, there was no discussion. Yeah, I saw a lot of people mm. saying like they would much prefer a, a somewhat lengthy article. Well, you know, an article with you know a couple of paragraphs on each format about like what are we thinking about this format? What concerns us? What action are we like thinking about in the future? Maybe. Do, yeah. Do you think that should be there? Or uh, I don't know. If it should be there. That I mean, that would be nice, I guess. But it's it's if you're if you're like active in these formats you can kind of just tell they don't need bans at the moment there's no discussion yeah. like even you know the way normally before every BNR update update there's like a big discussion you know on twitter and on reddit and stuff about what possibly needs hmm. to get banned and stuff there was just none of that this yeah time there was around. no discussion yeah. at all yeah. there was no no hype yeah exactly yeah so this time around i'll give them a pass on that i don't yeah. really care yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's fair enough yeah it would be nice though if they did offer a little bit of discussion each time Sure. Although I feel maybe they feel like it's kind of patting themselves on the back if they're like, "We're so great, we don't need to ban anything." Yeah, yeah, all yeah, the formats yeah. are so good and magic is excellent. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. it's kind of yeah. just kind of just turn the flames if they just kind of say, "Oh well, we're thinking about banning there, right, Chaman?" Then, like, oh well, then yeah, 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 like people just clamor for yeah. it next time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's they better off too. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Okay, um, so that's been our update. Not much to say mm. about that. Obviously, uneventful. We'll see what happens next time. Although I expect no changes for. Yeah, quite, quite a long a time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think Burning Inquiry is going to get banned in modern. Do you think? Yeah. You wouldn't go to Goblin Lore, no. No, Burning no. Inquiry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Burning Inquiry like yeah. destroys can destroy the other player's hand. So yeah, is this yeah, yeah it's just a poorly designed card. Yeah, it's yeah. so obnoxious. It's so terrible. Yeah. Um, okay. and, and it is what makes the most broken draws in that whole deck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 
where you discard like the other the opposing player discards all their lands and you just get to put two hollow ones into play for free. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's insane. Great experience. Yeah, yeah everyone <laughs> enjoys that. Yeah. Um Okay, so we have selected a couple more cards from Dominaria to talk about. Okay, yes. so we've we, each of us have chosen two again because we want to keep our podcast at a reasonable length of time, so we're not yeah. talking about every single card. <laughs> yeah, um, feel free to tweet us and ask us about other cards if you like. Yeah, like if anybody wants to t- wants us to talk about a specific card, you know, skullcrackpodcast at gmail dot com or yeah. at skullcrack on Twitter, um, and we will talk about that card certainly. Because I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I always feel like when I look at a spoiler, there's like things that just don't jump out at me yeah like there's like cards that like later later on I go back and look at them and I go my god that was obviously powerful but I just yeah. didn't mm. see it yeah, or I don't, I don't see the context yeah. exactly yeah 9 3 for 5 5 or yeah, oh, yeah. that's better you can't be fatal but yeah yeah Kieran um, <laughs> so do you want to say your first your cards first um, yeah so my first one you'll have to tell me the name of because all I know the red is one. it's a grizzly bear yeah red yeah it's Keldon Warcaller Keldon Warcaller so this is a uh, one and a red for a 2-2 creature, human wizard. Whenever Keldon Warcaller attacks, put a lore counter on target Saga you control. And it's a 2-2. So only, only a, a, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago, red got its first one and a red 2-2. Mm-hmm. Two, two. And, and we're already Shadows? Seeing, yeah. Yeah, well, we saw Swashbuckler, Swash, mm. Swashbuckler, I don't know, whatever it's called. What was, the, what was the card that's like, had fire breathing from Ixlan? Oh, yeah. Oh, fire, yeah. fire brand. Fire brand. Firefleet, 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 Firebrand. Yeah, I got there. <laughs> yeah, so that and now this. So they're they're really yeah uh, pushing the red two twos for two, yeah. as it should be. Yeah. Really, to be yeah, honest, of course. Yeah. 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 Creatures are so good across the curve and limited. Now you really need to give red something mm. to work with at the, yeah. the two yeah. drop slot. So what do you think about the ability on this? This is also common. Yeah, this is a common. I mean, yeah, this needs to be a common. Um, it seems really good to me. I don't know. It's like. Obviously, we don't really know how sagas are going to play out in limited. It seems like they're going to be good, mm-hmm. and like how many you'll end up with. But there mm-hmm. are a fair few uncommon ones, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It seems like this could be pretty good. Yeah, I think it's. I suppose maybe I'll be I'll be sketching it. It takes a lot of stuff to the lineup. Like, have to, like first of all, you have to have one in battlefield. Like both these out in battlefield, which is one thing. Mm-hmm. As well, you have to want to, you know, because we saw with some sagas, you have to get to the next one. You yeah. have to want to get to the next one, and we also. Have like to be able to attack. Have to be able to attack favorably. Like if they just have a tree tree out, obviously you're not going to be attacked anyway. Mm-hmm. True. Unless unless well, unless you you, you plus your saga to destroy all creatures, but um, yeah, it definitely it definitely is an interesting effect. Uh, well, let's have a look. Just just in red, okay. So there's yeah. two there's two sagas in red. One is uncommon. One is rare. So the uncommon one is the flame of Keld, One in a red. So the first level is discard your hand. Right, not very good. Okay. Uh, number two is draw two cards. So that's that's pretty good mm-hmm. yeah. to do. Uh, and putting it up to three if a red source you control would deal damage to a permanent or player this turn it deals that much damage plus two to that permanent or player instead so like if it puts it up to if the war caller attacks and puts it up to three it does an extra two damage so you don't get your cards back that you discarded well no you do well no you discarded the cards the previous turn yeah. oh sorry yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. You're, you're still getting the two you still get sorry, every yeah. step of the okay, yeah, or every yeah. whatever it is yeah um, okay yeah, I don't know. It seems good. Obviously, we're just talking about limited for this card, by the way. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah of not, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, not, we're not saying yeah. standard. Um, it just, it just, yeah, it seems very good. Like I presume most of the sagas are just going to be value, and you're going to want a lot of the time mm. to to take them up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and then the other one, the first eruption, the two, the number one is one damage to each creature without flying. Number two is add red, red. 
And number three is sacrifice a mountain if you do first eruption deals three damage to each creature. That's not very good. That's all <laughs> of those are pretty bad, yeah. Or add red, red in your attack step <laughs> isn't great. For a pump spell. Yeah. 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 fire breeding. Not like fire fire, fire breeding. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I don't really see it being much. Actually, maybe with the black ones, there's actually there's more there's more black um, there's more black sagas than any other color. So just the uncommon ones, maybe this Chainer's Torment. You know Chainer's mm-hmm, Torment. Yeah. So yeah. it's four yeah. mana, and level one and two are it deals two damage to each opponent, and you gain two life. That's so okay, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. And then level three is create an XX Black Nightmare Horror Creature token, where X is half your life total rounded up, and it deals X damage to you. It's okay, pretty yeah. good in like a black red aggressive deck if you can put the counters on that a turn early or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. when you're attacking. It's like the the white saga that makes the knights as well. Yeah, like, yeah, it's pretty good yeah, with that. Yeah. I mean, you don't really want to put it to three though. No. <laughs> it's the first two. You, again, like, yeah, sorry. yeah, but if you play that, like if you have this in play already, you play it, and then you get to do the first two steps on the same mm. turn. Like, that's yeah, pretty that's pretty good. good yeah. yeah. And then the next turn, you get the the pump. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good with the Eldest Reborn as well, getting two of those effects in the same turn. Yeah, it's really good with that. Like, each, each one is quite powerful, but coming slowly over three turns, you have, your opponent has time to set up for them, but mm. yeah, that one trigger it twice. That one especially, actually, yeah, the discard a card is going to be so much better a turn faster. Yeah, yeah so like, yeah. let's say you played your Marauder, or what it's called, Warcaller, on turn two, Eldest Reborn costs five, so like, you've, you're you're curving out I mean, they you play this on five. They have to sack a creature. They sack probably their obviously their worst creature. Yeah. You attack in with your two two, and they have to discard a card. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. And then next turn you're going to get a creature back from the graveyard. That's a, or that seems pretty good to me. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. And it's always been the fact that Kieran said this is this is common, so it's very likely you have more than one of them. So if you can like in combat just go through all three, because just you know quickly take up through a whole saga. Yeah. In one in one combat phase. Yeah. With multiple attackers and then yeah, something like that. Geez, that that, that could be that. insane. Actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then, the Eldest Reborn uh, becomes... What's that card called? Cruel Ultimatum? Not that no, one. the other one. The little one. Uh, uh, dark Intimations. Intimations. Yeah, dark Intimations. Yeah, yeah. 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 In one colour, which is good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, like this is a common, and okay, like the yeah. fail case is a 2-2 two, two for 2. Yeah, so, that's it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're paying that anyway. Yeah, you want that in your aggressive deck anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so that uh, that's my first one. So cool. we move on, go around, or will I just say my second one? Yeah, you can do your second one. So my other one was... What was it? I forgot. It was the Dark Barkle. Oh, yeah, Dark Bargain. So this is the Black Glimmer Genius. Yes. It's a three and a black instant. Uh, Look at the top three cards of your library. Uh, Put two of them... I don't know if it says draw two... No, it's put two of them into your hand, I'm sure. And put one into your graveyard, and then you take two damage, which is weird that you don't Don't lose two two life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But this seems really good. It's... Obviously, the card selection isn't as good as Glimmer Genius, but it's not in blue. It's in black. And yeah. it still draws you two cards, and it puts a card into your graveyard, which is very relevant. Like, this is a Torrential Gear Hulk format, so, like, mm-hmm. you'd be putting some good in there. It's a Scarabagod format, so you could be putting that in there. You could be putting a Champion Wits into your graveyard. Yes. You'd be putting all, all sorts of stuff in there. It's great. So I think this card is going to see a lot of standard play. Um, two damage is not great, to be honest. It's, like, especially in a control deck, it's, like, yeah. you don't Yeah, really like, it is relevant, that. yeah. Yeah. This is probably better in, like, a big mid-rangey deck yeah. I'd say than a, than a strict control deck but I mean if you're like if you're trying to play some kind of control deck you're probably going to have blue so you'll have Glimmer Genius but if you're maybe if you're trying like a big red like a um, like a like a red black type control mm-hmm. deck tap out control then maybe this is good black white knights black white yeah yeah, yeah that could work yeah. too yeah I wonder if like say well, 
assuming kind of things say similar to Ozzy Gara, let's say if this card was so in the blue black British decks, this card we see Libra Genius often as one off in the sideboard. Yeah, if you just popped it for this card, I feel like you know, could be, because you're, you're getting value, you're getting kind of three cards value out of it, really, mm-hmm. because you're, you're, mm-hmm. put, you're like your own, so you're putting these things into the graveyard. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, we don't, oh, sure, I was gonna say we don't care about the energy, which most yeah, decks do. don't care, but in this case, we do, so yeah, that's what I was yeah, gonna say. Not, you care about the energy plus. Yeah. Glimmer Genius is one card deeper and you have a lot of like spells that you need mm. like so, like when you when the the opponent has a Excarab God you need a Vraska's Contempt so yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it's true and as well flashing this back later off Tarantula Gear Hulk is a little bit harder to do the two damage there again yeah if, if you're taking it twice that, yeah. that makes it quite a bit worse I think, yeah, in your yeah, yeah. decks yeah so I think, yeah, maybe black-white in some deck that has a, the ability to gain life. Obviously, like, Vraska's Contempt and Moment of Graving both offset this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it kind of comes out in the wash. And there's know. some good life gain creatures. There's, like, the three-mana, two-two first strike, Vigilance Lifelink. Can't believe it has oh, all yeah. those abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know? True. That, that yeah, seems yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Sweet. Ooh. All right. Al. Well, I, I have a card that goes with this card. Because, um, actually, wait, I read this right? Can you... Uh, no, actually, no, this doesn't go discard, never mind. I'll, I'll, just, I'll clap in Lich's Mastery. Oh, yeah. Lich's Mastery. I mean, is... it could go, but it's not great. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was thinking this was exactly with the, life, with the life loss, but you don't want to lose life with no. this. Um, so Lich's Mastery is uh, three black, black, black for a legendary enchantment. Uh, has lots of text. Right? It has hex proof. Very important. You can't lose the game. Yeah, also mm-hmm. very important. Uh, whenever you gain life, draw it at any cards. Um, whenever you lose life, for each one life you lose... Exile a permanent you control or a card from your hand or graveyard. Uh, when Lich's Mastery leaves the battlefield, you lose the game. Yeah, so if it didn't have Hexproof, Cast Out would be pretty good. Yes. Because the person would instantly lose the game. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so it, it, it's kind of, I suppose it'd be, I mean, it is a, a very, it's, it's a really powerful effect, but it is very, very expensive. Yeah. Uh, so uh, if you have to, if you're, say, let's say if, it's, if we're talking about the same deck, this black white control deck, if we're like being beaten down and then you pay this on like, you know, very few life. Uh, you're like fine now. I can't lose the game, and like I suppose the question then would be how much longer can you last if you're still being attacked? Uh, you know, while still being like, while while still having a board. Like let's say if you're just happy to exile each card from your graveyard, mm-hmm. uh, you're not losing anything there. Um, so it's like if you have like and like so so like you know, contempt just becomes you know exile a creature to draw two cards. And yeah. Same with same moment of graving, just kill a creature, draw two cards. So that's yeah. gonna put you back in the game like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Just resolve on one of those, uh, and then I think it's. Whereas, like, in a control deck, you're... And then and each of those cards... The, God, the more I think about it, the more excited I get. So the, each, so those cards, yeah, they're, they're drawing new cards. We're also putting more cards in your graveyard to exile whenever you're attacked again. So in, like, a control deck, when a control deck stabilizes against an aggressive deck, it's like, like, say, stabilizing two or three or something. Uh, it's still, like... Usually you're still within range of just being burned out or quite just kind of, of dying to a top deck or dying to a top deck hazard. Yeah. Whereas Religious Astry, it's like... Is you're completely you know locked out from losing the game. Like, well, there's no way you lose the game, and each, like, it's kind of like each each turn is 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 taking you significantly further away from losing the game. And even if they, even if the graphs deck does have you know, insane draws, there's no way they can take it back from you. Uh, worst case scenario, you start, you know, you start um, no exile on the lands you have, like, but you're yeah. Well, then you're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, but, so, yeah, yeah, but like, it's like but, you know, you, you'll easily gain like like many more turns with this. More so than yeah, I agree. But I, I think that when people look at this card, I think that they underestimate how quickly if just creatures are attacking you, mm. how quickly you'll have to start exiling your lands because your graveyard will be gone very quickly. Okay, like yes. if just let's just say just a hazard attack you, yeah. attacks you, 
then and uses the ability every turn cycle, then you have to exile seven cards every turn. Yes. Which is a lot. What what percentage of that is your is, yeah, is yeah. that of your yeah, library? I mean you're that's a high percentage. It's, so, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, so we would say like it, it's conceivable that your graveyard would have seven cards in it. I mean, that, it's conceivable. Gone, yeah. yeah, that yeah, it's conceivable that just it would have just seven cards in it. Yeah. Wait, way. but you don't exile from your library though with this, do you? No, no, no. But no. I'm saying like, obviously the the combo with this is to draw draw cards with your life. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. your life gain. Right. So right. then you're you're trying to put lots of cards in your graveyard to fuel yeah, this. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So like your library kind of you have to try and think of. I mean, for mm-hmm. me, I, I think I start thinking of, well, I'm basically just flipping my library into my graveyard at this point to get as much time as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like trying to go through my cards to find mm-hmm. whatever my win condition is. Sure. Like with um, this is very good with like in a black white control deck with like approach to the second zone. Does that just immediately draw you to approach yes. to the second zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's where it's good. 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 I think. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. pretty okay. insane. Actually, I didn't think about good. that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Is, is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Because you would gain seven life. Yeah. No, wait. You would gain seven life, but have you already shuffled? No, I, th- I think if you just go through the order that the, the pro second zone is, ri- is written in. Yeah, I think it, you it is gain the... seven life first, and then you put it in. Wait, is this a trigger though, or does it replace the life gain? What does yeah. it say? Oh, it's no. trigger. So it is trigger. Whenever oh, it's a trigger. Well, then it works. Yeah, then it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you would resolve. You resolve the, the approach yes. before yeah, this yeah, trigger resolves. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. So then, so remember, like there was like uh, red, white, silver invocation decks with approach, yeah. Yeah. which like I think we all agreed that's like a pretty bad deck. It's cool, but like it's 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 similar kind of combo. Yeah, it's similar. It won, kind of, uh, yeah. it won a nine person PBTQ on Spikes today. I was reading the tournament. Spikes. Really, Jesus, nine yeah. person PBTQ. <laughs> it was actually a very involved tournament report. Everyone oh, really? was like, "This is great formatting. Well done. I wish everyone put this much effort into their posts." God, but it's pity. pity it's it, nine people. It was a nine person. <laughs> yeah. Wow, a nine person PBTQ. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so yeah I think it's, it's but like I mean even just just comparing it to that which we already agree is a bad deck right yeah. red white that red white the Sunbird's Invocation into uh, so Sunbird's Invocation is also a six mana enchantment right mm-hmm. yeah. so you re- resolve it the turn before <coughs> you want to resolve approach yeah but if you have another approach in the top seven you instantly win Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. That's so you at least have to wait a turn with this. Yeah, yeah. But it's guaranteed to be in your hand the next turn. Yeah. That's true. And so as long does as that make it worse or better? Uh, I don't know, but in the, like, as long as you don't have to exile on your lands to cast it again. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're being attacked. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't have faith those, in this one, Alan. Maybe, maybe you exile the rest of your hand because you're going to draw your winning card anyway. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can exile your hand as well. well that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you talked me out of it. As I was starting to talk about it, it's I, definitely I a powerful card. Yeah, it's just such a strange effect, and we've never seen it like this. Like, yeah, in Legacy, if well, I mean, there's Lich, there's the original Lich. Yeah, right? oh, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Legacy, if you phase this out, can you just never lose the game? Is there any way to do that? Because uh, it's still on the battlefield, right? Yeah, no? but is there any way to phase I it? I don't know. Permanently, like permanently? I don't, no, I don't know. I think so. No, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Someone figure that out. I'm playing okay. that deck. This <laughs> <laughs> dark ritual. Wait, what, dark happens, ritual. what happens if you, let's say, right, let's say you phase it out mm-hmm. with Teferi's protection. Yeah. The turn that you would draw the last card in your hat, last card in your library. No, sorry. Let's say you take the, da- yeah, let's say your library's empty. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, your library's empty. You take damage. And yeah. you have to exile things. Sure. 
but you can't exile that because it's phased out. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So that's still in play. The effect is still in play. It goes to your turn, and you draw from your empty library, but you can't lose the game from drawing from your empty library. But does that count as drawing a card? Oh, no. doesn't matter. Okay. No. <laughs> they'll, just, they'll just do damage to you the next turn, then. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, that's probably that, enough about this card. That is a silly card. Anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. It I, like it could be the separate centerpiece yeah, yeah. of a or the finisher of a of a black white control deck. Mm, that's where yeah. I see it. But um, I don't love it. Yeah. Oh, All right. That's true. What's your next card? I do love this is this is a Thran Temporal Gateway. It's Ooh. a four mana legendary artifact. It's a four and tap. You may put a historic permanent from your hand onto the battlefield. Uh, All right. So that's kind of insane. Artifact legendary legendaries and sagas are historic. Yeah. Um, uh, the flavor text is the portal opens not to the past but from it. Those who step through discover an unimaginable future. It wasn't that good. Okay, okay. I, I thought it was better before I read it. But anyway, this card uh, is exciting at least. Um, What's the? There's like a card that's like this. It's like Quicksilver Amulet. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so it's like four top put a creature into play. Yeah, yeah. So this gets a lot yeah, of different well, subset some, of things. Some creatures, but like, yeah, some creatures. Some creatures. Yeah. Gets yeah, a Ulamog, you know. Yeah, it gets yeah. yeah, it gets any legendary creature. It gets all artifacts and all artifact creatures. Obviously, mm. it gets sagas. Don't know if that's the best, but also gets um, what are they called? Planeswalkers. planeswalkers. Mm-hmm. But like putting a planeswalker into play at instant speed is like meh. <laughs> well, you get a redu- cost reduction as well. Sure. Yeah, you're getting a cost reduction, but like, it, like, what are you going to do? Well, that's just thinking just about planeswalkers. What are you going to do? Put it in at the end, at their end step. Yeah, nickel balls. Yeah, right. maybe, but then you'd, like, you, yeah, I don't know. You yeah. put a guarantee and then put another one in on your, so right, here, I, I have two ideas for this, right? Okay. First idea is boring. It's like, in, in Green Tron at the moment, there's, uh, usually people have a um, Crucible of the Royals as one off on a sideboard, okay. which comes in when your opponent's kind of disrupting your, your mana. So it's like, I think this may replace that because, you know, it's very easy to get to just, like, just four lands of any kind, and then, you know, once you, once you get there, um, you're, you know, this still lies to the same stuff Crucible of the Worlds does. Crucible of the Worlds kind of relies on you to reassemble Tron, whereas this you just got to get to four mana, and then you know, your things in your hand can just come out, and then I say stabilize the game. That's true. So yeah. Might, so it could just be a yeah, straight up place in front. It's one mana more expensive, but you know, it's usually it's, you know, it's yeah, five mana more expensive. Five? What? Well, you can just you have to act. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's over two turns. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah, get, yeah. But you get four mana to start your next turn. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, that's that's what I do. But now what I do that's also very silly is. So remember, I think it was like back when Ultanissa was was spoiled. People were brewing up uh, Tron decks that use Ultanissa instead of um, nature, or no, instead of ancient Syrinx. Ancient Syrinx. It's like okay. just like, in a, like a Tron Planeswalker deck. So like five basically okay. five got a Tron deck that kind of relies on you getting Planeswalkers out with Ultanissa. Okay. Um, which is also which is obviously very very bad compared to what Tron is at the moment. But maybe this card can let you just have a Tron deck with like yeah, kind of show Tron Pan A, which is kind of you know getting together. Karn. You're getting a Karn or Karn or Ronk or Engine or. Um, you know, how about turn, like, you know, Nicole Bolas got there on turn three, uh, just off turn one. So, yeah, but with just, you know, with a, with, with a turn one, Ultimate Nissa, which also kind of finds your pieces. How are you going to do that on turn three? If you have Tron in your hand. Oh, yeah, you know. And you have yeah, seven turn, man on turn three. And it's not enough to activate that. No, sorry, sorry, no, it's, I, mean, I mean, before this, before this, we just put Ultimate Nissa, you're just casting it. Oh, sorry, sorry, just casting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, what, where does this come so, from? So, you know, this is another, it just kind of makes that, makes that terrible deck more consistent. By also giving you a way to kind of bring stuff in. Okay. So like in so usually it's like if you have, yeah, how so, are you casting the Ultimate on turn one, and then assembling Tron? And, oh yeah, you could have a star. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you can't cast it on turn one if you have a star. Cast on turn two, but whatever. Yeah, you still manage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking, how can you? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, so it's like, usually it's, and it's usually kind of stabilised if you're drawn as you get into four mana. Or you get, sorry, you get into eight mana and those kind of cast and those stolen and, and sacking straight away. Mm. Whereas it can also kind of let you, um, you know, like, you know, you'll play one of these and then kind of play a Chandra Flame Connery from your hand. Okay. Uh, and at, um, and for, for the same, basically for the same cost mm-hmm. of eight mana. So, uh, yeah. So I think this is something, this, this is going to be my week one brew because all of these terrible planeswalkers are very cheap. Um, and I have most of these cards already, so I'll do that. And I just don't have goals. I will bet you fifty euro that that will never see play in Tron. <laughs> well, I'm gonna play it, so that's gonna be seen play in Tron. Yeah, okay. that's a good point. Yeah. Okay, let's <laughs> be more specific. <laughs> well, we'll never, they we'll never top eight in a modern exact, tournament. Modern tournament. Yeah. Um, a modern GP. I probably five like maybe it's five better the league and then it appears on empty goldfish because all the decks all the cards are stupid. I'd yeah. be very surprised if five out of modern league. I, I'm gonna do it then. <laughs> okay. Because he might he might just get like that because he can still just get turn three Karn in this terrible deck. And that's not, very true. Very so true. Like, very I think true. I think if, if those people try it, listeners at home, if everyone <laughs> tries it, uh it's, it's gonna be someone winning GP with it. Fair enough. Um, okay. He also got the cold bonus bonus planeswalker, which What about the god pharaoh? I think as well. Just yeah, like. try them all. Yeah, you got the Johnny Emmercool in there as well. Yeah, why not? That's what, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cast it off your own. This well, you have to have fifteen lands or yeah. fifteen mana. It's not that hard. Yeah. Tron, yeah, it's true. Just double Tron plus a plus a forest. Yeah, so you buy it. watch this space. Yeah, all right. Well, we're gonna make it. David Wolf, eat his words. All right, uh, my cards. Uh, my first one is Grow from the Ashes, which is uh, two and a green sorcery. Search your library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield, untapped. Then shuffle your library, and it has kicker two. If this spell was kicked, instead search your library for two basic land cards, put them onto the battlefield, untapped. Then shuffle your library. Library. I, I did not know this card was untapped to you said it now. Yeah. That is very... It's it makes it a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah, so, like, really ki- kicked, it's pretty much the same as Arrow Well, like, it's the same, searching the same lands as Arrow of Promise. Yeah. But you don't get the zombies, obviously. Um, but you get the lands untapped. Mm-hmm. So on turn three, I think in any kind of green rampy deck, this is kind of insane because you can, let's say, if, let's just for example, it's a green red ramp deck, mm. you can hold up, you can get a, a mountain and hold up Magnus Ray. Yeah. To oh defend yourself. Or on turn five, you can hold up like Harness Lightning or a Braid or something. Yeah. Uh, in a black deck, you can, on turn three, you can hold up. Um, Fatal push. Fatal yeah. push. And on turn five, you can hold up um, cast down. Yeah, oh, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. Jesus tonight. You can cast it maybe on turn two with Lana Riles as well if you're a ramp deck, dedicated ramp deck. Yeah, you, can, you go on turn one with Lana Riles and just have two of these in your hand. Because you ramp into each other if you're getting land drops, right? Yeah. It's three and five. So one, three and five. Yeah. And they're at seven. Yeah. The gold bullets. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Maybe not putting the gold bullets, but I think seven. Something, yeah. Raska yeah. or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah Raska, yeah. And then you can feel it's a new yeah. um, Blade Wing card, the kicker, make a dragon. That's okay, man. Oh, yeah. As a yeah, sure. Dragons, yeah. Jesus. yeah, this card seems really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So I'm very excited to, to see maybe possibly the return of Ramp with this. There's also mm. the um, the other card. I don't, know, I don't know if this is good at all. It's really hard to evaluate for me. It's like the one in a green sorcery, destroy yeah. an artifact or enchantment, then put you may put a land card. On the battlefield, obviously, this is more of a sideboard card, but yeah, like yeah. maybe this is like this replaces like naturalizing like ramp decks in the sideboard. No, it's a sorcery, right? Yeah. No, I don't think you're going to be playing. This. Probably not. I no. suppose if you don't have Nelson Castle turn two anyway. I mean, I think the instant speed, yeah, of, of naturalizing yeah, is just yeah. better. But but no, it's an interesting card. It is yeah. Yeah. hard to evaluate. 
My other card here is a Fungal Infection, which is black for an instant. Target creature gets minus one, minus one until end of turn. Create a 1-1 one, one green sapling creature token. It actually kills a lot of stuff in standard right now. It does, yeah. It's, actually, so yeah. it's like Glinsleeve Siphoner, uh, Champion of Wits, Bowmack Courier. Walking Ballista. Walking Ballista. But then you maybe. don't get your token, but whatever. Yeah, you would. Right? I'll sack it and they'll, they'll counter the spell in response. Oh, yeah. But maybe right. they don't. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, that happened to me the last time I played standard. I think yeah. someone just didn't sack their bomb yeah. or their ballistic response. In response to like a moment of graving or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm all right, I'll okay. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, but what else is a kill? Champion Wits, uh, Warkite Marauder, Earthshaker Kenra, yeah. uh, both the Explorer Merfolk the with, the, with the thing on the strike. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's this two before one that's. Uh, it's a withered. Sorry, is it, yeah, are there any other wizards that it kills, maybe? Snapcaster Mage. Okay, yeah. Not what I was thinking. Dark about. Confidant. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah, Dark Confidant. Yeah. Those are think... some high-profile wizards that it kills. Enclave Cryptologist. I don't know what that is. It's in Modern Cube. It's okay. A, it's a level-up guy. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I'll only tell you, did you mention Commerce Element? Uh, no, I didn't. Ooh, I some value that's, a, that. that's a good one, yeah. I don't yeah. really want that in the graveyard, but yeah. That's true. Yeah. You, you want a 1-1 one, one sapling token in the power of Battlefield. You do, you certainly do, yeah. Uh So I I think this card is actually super powerful, and I've been brewing a black-green tokens deck that I'm enamored with, (laughs) and we'll see if it's actually good. Probably not, but it does such things. So it has, like, you know... What's the card? What's the card? The Fraylees card? Gift of Fraylees or something like that? So, like, you make loads of mana with your tokens and cast a massive walking ballista. That's that's where I am currently. Uh, No, because I don't think it's needed. Okay. Uh, but maybe that'll be better I don't know I think it's hard to keep your number of sapling because it's also sap- it also like all the tokens get pumped by the the 2-2 two, two lord and the 3-3 three, three mana lord mm-hmm. um, and then there's the one that's like kind of like the merfolk that ma- it's a 2-2 two, two, and it makes a 1-1 one, one token when it comes in mm-hmm. yeah so there's that there's Ooh, the yeah. the kicker make 2 sapperlings there's the instant yeah. speed 4 mana make 3 ta- sapperlings um, could definitely be a thing yeah, yeah, yeah could be yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, I bet. And I also have, sorry, Torgar. Oh, yes. Salmon and Garnet. Yeah, yeah. Sack a load of them. And that is glass. It's nice. Or sack three of them. And yeah. then yeah. for black, black. Oh, that's glass. Yeah. Well, I bet you Future Otis will never see top eight in modern <laughs> GP. You see, how does I agree, have, I agree. How does it feel to have your dreams crushed like that, David Wolf? Well, I'm not brewing a modern deck. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, actually, no, I'm not sure. I was going to say, I'm sure if uh, if there was a Sapperling deck in modern, it would be significantly better than this, but. I don't That's know true. what other sapperlings are available, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. So, uh, yeah, I won't, uh, I won't make that assertion. Yes. Um, but, yeah, those, so those are my cards. Cool. Um, we'll probably have some more cards to talk about next week, but we'll be, I think next week we'll probably focus more on limited. Yes. Because oh, yeah. we will have um, played the pre-release, I assume. Yeah, I will have judged a pre-release. Sweet. Or helped judge, probably. So you'll know all the problem cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Um, oh. Yeah, so that's that's our Dominary cards for this week. Class. Um, so moving on to the GPs from this weekend, uh, we had a double double GP weekend. One of them was in Sydney, Australia. Uh, did not get a chance to watch that because very far away. Uh, time difference is, is difficult. But um, we had another record breaking weekend for GPs. Uh, so last last weekend we had an eighteen zero, an undefeated performance at the GP, yeah, and then first ever. Yeah, first ever. And then this weekend, we had the first ever female winner of a GP. So nice. congratulations to Jessica Estefan. Yes, great stuff. From, really. I believe, from Australia. Yeah. Did that, uh, anyone know what she was playing? 
She was playing Hollow One. Hollow One. Hollow One. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. So I can't. I can't is, be happy about this. Yeah, went from the hundred to zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but so was it is the team unified modern? I think. I believe that's correct. I think her yeah. team was like she was on Hollow One, and then maybe another person on was her Bogles in his, uh, on her team. I think her team was Hollow One, Monogreen Tron, and I want to say. Either Jund or Affinity, I'm not sure. Mm, okay. But Jund maybe overlaps too much with the yeah. with the Hollow One, so maybe it was... Yeah, Affinity. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're both around Black Cleave Cliffs and yeah, stuff. So. Yeah, and yeah, Falsies yeah. and stuff. Sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the third uh, team member was playing. Hmm. But yeah, congratulations to her. Amazing. Yeah, and her team members. Many more. Yeah, and her team members. though, yeah. Mm. It's really cool. I, I was very surprised that Melissa, De, I thought Melissa Dottora had, had won a GP, but... Uh, yeah, I, presu- I presume yeah. she would have. I'm well, just she, in general. She dominated a Pro Tour. I know that. Th- she multiple GP top yeah, yeah, multiple, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, but I thought she had won one. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, congratulations to this woman. I was surprised uh, that just any woman hadn't won a GP before. I think it's mad. Yeah, yeah. it is mad, but like... I mean, obviously, I, I you go to a GP, there's there's not that many women there, yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, that's yeah. true, yeah, yeah. Which is terrible and should, should change, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, like, when you see the... Like Maro talk about stats on his blog, you know, they always talk about, oh, it's great that we have, um, you know, such a high percentage of women actually play the game. But then other people comment and say, well, how can you say that when I don't see any women at GPs or mm-hmm. many? Yeah, I don't see women playing my local store. And the wizard's response is, well, the 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 our research says that the majority of women don't play in those settings. Yeah, they play in more like I don't want to say casual settings, but like. Well, they are casual settings. Yeah, that's sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine yeah. to say, yeah. So they, they play in more casual settings, and maybe it's the attitude of the people who are at the competitive settings that puts them off. That's definitely yeah, true, that's I think. Yeah, yeah. Possible, definitely. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe if we change that, then there would be more female winners of GPS. Yeah, yeah one step at a time. Yep. Happy. Um, yeah. So the other GP that happened was in Hartford, which I did get a chance to watch yep. uh, a little bit of, not too much, I mainly watched the top eight. Um, this was another modern GP, but this was individual, and uh, we had a very interesting top eight. So, no, no Jaces and Bloodbraids in the top eight. Mm-hmm. Which sounds strange. like it's good. It was like, wow, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's like modern worlds before they did young bands. Yeah, and <laughs> when, when it was fine. We had, we had, was it three or two Bogles decks in the top eight? Yeah, it was crazy. I, I think, think it was, two. was I think it was two. It ended yeah. up being two. Well, we had an Affinity deck. Was it a Bogle's Mirror in the finals? No, no? it wasn't. Oh, okay. No, it, it was, was a blind No, it actually, no, Bogle's didn't make it to the finals. Oh, okay. Right. okay. So there, in the top eight, there were two Bogle's. There was one hollow one. Um, elves. Affinity Elves. Oh, the Elves deck was very interesting because yeah. it was like a, yeah. kind of almost a budget Elves deck. Uh, there was KCI combo. There was Amulet Titan. And I can't for the life of me. I think it might have been Burn, the last one. I think there was a Burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting, fairly diverse top yeah. eight. Um, what won the tournament? I actually don't know. Uh, Casey Icombo. Oh, Casey Oh, yeah. Matt won the GP. Won, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, so Holy it was uh, Amulet Titan versus Clark, Clark Ron Ironworks combo in the... In wow, the <laughs> that's going to be a crazy matchup. Both it decks. was insane, yeah. God. It was really insane. Jeez. I can't remember what... There was, there was some... Insane value. I think the, in the in the final game, uh, there was like so the, the Amulet Titan player played an Amulet turn one, and Matt Nass, um, what's the nature's claim? Nature's claimed it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, second 
there was a second amulet, and I think that was nature's claimed as well. And then there was a third amulet, and it was engineered explosives. Wow, Jesus! Yeah, so he went on to win that game, obviously. That, <laughs> that kind of explains how he won the GP to me, because I was thinking that amulet would just be faster by a turn. Yeah, mm. pretty much every time. Yeah, well, I think uh, Matt Nass was on the draw in right. the matchup because yeah, I think yeah. he was seventh seed, mm. but he managed to steal game one. Okay. So in game two, he lost quite quickly, mm. and then game three. The, the, his opponent wasn't able to, to stick an amulet. Yeah, 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 so then, yeah, he because Manas was on the play. That's amazing. Yeah. Honestly, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah, was oh, was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't know, did, I, did you guys watch any more of it, or, like, uh, before the top eight? Yeah, I, I don't I only know. watched the top eight. I just slipped in and out. I didn't watch very much of it. Okay. Your own? Yeah, I just kind of, I was in net as well. I just watched, yeah. watched a couple of games or whatever. Okay. Uh, the coverage was very good, i got to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Melissa Dottoro was doing the coverage with uh, Marshall yeah. throughout the weekend. Yeah, that was in the top eight, and then before that it was uh, Jacob Van Louten and Maria. Yeah, Maria uh, Bartholdi. Bartholdi yeah. were doing the, the coverage. The, yeah. They were mm-hmm. good as well. Um... Yeah, they just had matches on constantly the whole time, like the time walk segment. Yeah, they, yeah. Like there were rounds where I saw like three three different matches, like yeah. in the in the one space of a single round, which yeah. was really good. There was just like no dead air pretty much the whole time I watched. So yeah. I thought it was very good. Yeah, GP coverage is much much better than it used to be. To be yeah. honest, yeah. Um, even from two years ago, like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they need definitely. to get a better camera though for the commentators. It's really pixelated. It is, yeah. At the yeah. GPs, it's very, very like low quality. It's it seems like it's really low light as well. It's yeah, like there's not enough light getting into the lens. It's very strange. Like I was checking my settings to make sure I was on 1080p, <laughs> and I was like, it's kind of the same for the matches as well. It's a little bit better, but even yeah. the matches are a bit like dark compared to how they are at the Pro Tour. Obviously, where yeah. they have a professional lighting setup and whatever. Mm-hmm. But you think they'd be able to afford a bit more lighting for GPs or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Think, put some money into those GPs. It's tough, I think, to set it up and not have too much glare and stuff on the cards. It is. Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's worth looking into. Wizards yeah. should make everyone play on sleeves like they used to. Yeah. Coverage. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then just that's guarantee the cards. New marked. copies of the cards back to you at the end of the. Oh yeah. 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 And they can <laughs> throw the dirty ones into the vault. It'd be good for vintage players. It certainly would. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So KCI combo one that was very surprising. So back to back for yeah. Matt Nass, he he he, he he was it two weeks ago he played in a in the modern GP yeah, top eight weeks ago, top yeah. four I think even he was was he it's crazy something like yeah. that yeah so and I said at the time even if this deck is good no one's gonna play it yeah I believe I said oh. that on the podcast oh, I was, I was like no one's gonna play this deck yeah. I was right you were totally That's true, right. actually. no yeah. one played it and now yeah. Matt Nass just shows that it is in fact a really good deck yeah, yeah, top yeah. eights again <laughs> yeah I mean obviously he's like an insane player right like yeah. he's he's one of the best but. Mm. Still, that's crazy. Like yeah. two two top eights with the same. I think basically the same list in the space of a month. Well, I think he had I think the last one. He had Emrakul, and this yeah, one he had Fire yeah. Spellbomb. Kill. Yeah, but he said basically the reason that they had Emrakul before. I guess this is going on to our deck of the week, kind of. Is it? Is, yeah. So this yeah. is our deck of the week. Is yeah. the, is KCI combo deck. So yeah, he said he said um, previously that they had the Emrakul just because that's what they tested with on Magic Online because okay. killing killing someone with a Pyrite spell, spell Bomb is just too slow on Magic Online. Right, okay. So you just run an Emrakul to have a, a way to kill them before you clock yourself. Sure, but in, in oh, practice, yeah. in like in paper, you just demonstrate a loop and yeah, you don't exactly, actually yeah. have to do all the actions, so it's fine. No, Manas was good about that. Like I watched like two of his matches in a row, his winning in and then his top eight quarterfinal. Yeah. And in both of those, yeah, his opponent scooped pretty fast after he explained mm. what was going on. Yeah. yeah. I think the first opponent maybe made him go through a couple of iterations just mm-hmm. to make sure he wouldn't fizzle yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, or even just to comprehend what was going on, to be honest, I think. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's also fair enough. Yeah. Um, but it's such a weird deck. Have we talked about this deck at all before? Not really. We talked yeah. about it when Matt Nass top aided before, but yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a combo deck. It revolves around Crack Clan Ironworks. It's a four mana artifact. You can sack an artifact to uh, make two colorless mana. Yeah. Uh, and basically, you just have a load of eggs, as they're called in your deck, mm. which are artifact artifacts that can trip, some of which can trip when they die, also preferably, uh, and you just use that to rip through your deck, generate a bunch of mana, and eventually with Scrap Trawler and Mirror Retriever, you can set up, um, not even necessarily both, I think, I think two Retrievers you can do it as well, maybe, or something so, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, You can set up an infinite loop where you can recur whatever artifacts you're sacking from your graveyard infinitely yeah. and, and create infinite mana and draw just your deck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you that, yeah, then you just kill them with a pirate spell bomb. You, yeah. just, you just cast yeah. a pirate spell bomb ten times or whatever yeah. and kill them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really cool deck. It's super consistent. Uh, seems very, very vulnerable to hate. Like your entire yeah. deck is artifacts. Um, no one's really running Stony Silences at the moment, I guess. Obviously, you have Nature's Claims in your sideboard. Like, your sideboard is basically set up largely mm. to... Uh... Does Stony Silence stop mana abilities? I think it just says I activated abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. can't be activated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mana abilities as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Vintage Playable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I guess... Like, obviously, he has four Nature's Claims on the side and stuff as well. And he has... It, like, pretty much his entire sideboard is dedicated to... Mm. He also has Deer Bird Ether Grid. Yeah, which is awesome. Which gets around yeah. Stony Silence because you can just top your artifacts to do... Because it's not an activated ability of the artifacts. It's of... It's of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very good. Uh, yeah, this card sees play now in the Affinity sideboard. And mm-hmm. I believe Lantern was playing it on the sideboard mm-hmm. as well. Um, it's, ju- it's just really good. It's just a really good plan B. Um, so, like, you can use it to wipe the opponent's board sometimes if you have a bunch of artifacts. Mm-hmm. But also, it's a, eventually a... Kill a condition. win condition, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we saw against the Elves player in top 8, uh, like, he was able to, I believe it was his turn 3. Now, how was he able to play, There is there a mana ramp artifact in the deck? Would he have been able to play KCI in turn 3? Yeah, you can if you have, yeah. like, if you have, like, um, we have Mox Opal. Like, oh, so, sorry, yeah, yeah, it was Mox Opal, yeah, 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 of course, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was his turn 3, he was... Dead on board, I believe, to his opponents. So if you have elves. like Darksteel Citadel, Darksteel Citadel, Mox Opal, that's enough. Like, yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you can also sec those Darksteel Citadels at some point. That's, to, that's to what get he did. Yeah. yeah, it was insane. So he He's, just kind of went, "Oh, I'm dead here. I have to go for it." Turn three. So he plays his KCI, sacks his Darksteel Citadel, starts going off, uh, gets enough mana to play a gear, gear per Aether Grid, kills his opponent's entire board of elves, and then is still able to just keep going and win the yeah, game on Jesus that turn. Christ. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So it was just incidental. He was like, initially he's like, okay, well, I'll just kill all the elves and then I'll probably win next turn. But the combo just kept going <laughs> yeah. and he just won the game. It was yeah. insane. Oh my God. Yeah, crazy. pretty pretty good deck, it yeah. seems like. Yeah. So skill intensive probably or just like... <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Thought intensive at least. I think this is a deck you have to play on Magic Online before you can consider playing in paper. Sure, just yeah. to There's understand how you interactions. Yeah, yeah. like the, how your the stack is going to work and like make sure you're sacrificing two things at the same time to the KCI yeah. uh, as, a, as cost payment and stuff. So you can, mm-hmm. that's, that's, we were talking about that before. That's, that's how you do the trick where you get the mirror retriever in the graveyard. It's the same time as whatever zero you're mm-hmm. getting. And then you can always get the mirror retriever back or whatever. Yeah. Um, or exactly. I'm not sure exactly how it works. I haven't played with it. So it's like the scrap, scrap trawler says when you 
when Scrap an artifact says when an artifact goes to graveyard, you can return an artifact from your graveyard to your hand with a converted mana cost less one lower than that. Uh, it's just less than that, yeah. Oh, less than that. Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. So, so the scrap trawler and the mirror retriever go back or die at the same time if you're paying the, if you're paying them for using the sacrifice to pay for a mana cost, mm-hmm. and then the scrap trawler brings back the mirror retriever. The mirror retriever bring, brings back a one mana artifact because or a zero because of the scrap trawler because yeah. it's either they die at yeah, the same yeah, time, yeah. and then also uses its trigger to bring back another any art that the scrap trawler the scrap trawler back yeah. to your hand yeah well, yeah which this is the bait that you're only able to do if you say I am activating uh, I'm paying the cost of whatever you're you're casting or whatever or yeah. you're you know cracking an egg or whatever. And I'm in order to pay for the cost, I'm going to sack both of these artifacts. Yeah, so yeah. the Scrap Trawler sees... So that the Mirror Retriever and the Scrap Trawler both see each other go to the graveyard, and then the Mirror Retriever can see the Scrap Trawler in the graveyard and get it back for you. Yeah, exactly. All at the same time. So that wouldn't work if you just said, okay, I have priority, I'm going to sack the, the Scrap Trawler for mana, I'm going to sack the Mirror Retriever for mm, mana. Yeah. That would happen one at a time, whereas yeah. if, when you do it as a cost payment, they happen simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very weird that things can happen simultaneously in Magic. It's very, yeah, very it rare breaks that, your brain a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, you, you think of things on the stack and you're like, wait, no, that doesn't... How, what? <laughs> yeah, so it's very weird. Uh, it seems like they only kind of figured this out before the last GP, and that seems to be like a big part of the strength that kind yeah. of strengthened the combo a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and yeah, like this deck just seems to be a real contender. I'm not sure now if people are going to play it. After two, the same guy top eight yeah, two GPs yeah. in a month, Yeah, people have to start playing this deck now, right? Sure, yeah. I think, I think, I think like you said, it is, hate, it is very hateable. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, it can be just completely destroyed by one cyborg card, which as well as you're a sideboard in four when you sideboard yourself, but like... Yeah. You are. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's, it's maybe... It's like requires you know a very competent pilot and for the meta to be in a, a specific place. Yeah, uh, like was like, yeah. like was this weekend. I mean, it was exactly the same thing when Lantern won the yeah when Lantern yeah. won the Pro Tour. Like that's also a deck that kind of falls to artifact hate mm-hmm. to some extent, mm-hmm. and uh, is a complicated deck to play, but it's interesting and people like it. But because it's so complicated. It's never going to have a big meta share. Like, no. yeah. it doesn't matter how good it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Just yeah. Pe- some people hate it and really don't want to play it or yeah. play against it. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. Um, so, I'll give a quick tournament report. Sure. Yeah. So, I went to Modern for the first time. It was my first. Pretty sure it was my first time. First Wednesday. Yeah, first Wednesday. Oh, you're, you're definitely here before. You scrubbed out, out loads of times with your blue-white <laughs> uh, control deck last year. Oh, you're right, yeah. yeah. There wasn't loads of times. It was like... Twice. It was twice. Yeah, I think it was twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, sorry, back. this is my first time with a, a this with this deck, right? Yes. I mean, I could probably count on two hands the amount of modern <laughs> tournaments I've played. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Um, so this one, uh, yeah. So I played with Red Green Ponza, which is my shiny new modern deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was great. It was really good fun. Um, ended three. Ended the day three one. So I was happy with that. Um, round one, I was playing against Jer. And he was playing, um, it was a wonderful deck. So it was a deck that used, I don't know, I, I can't remember the name of the card, but it's like a two-mana 1-1 one, one goblin, and you can tap it to donate something. Do you know what yeah, that's called? Yeah, uh, a humble defector. No, sorry, that no. donates itself. It's a, oh crap, what is it? It's playing in Commander and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, Bizarre Trader. Bizarre Trader. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bizarre Trader. And it also used Harmless Offering, so it's a donate Oh, yeah, oh, right? brilliant. God. Yeah. Um, but... The things that you donate are now. I don't remember the name of this card either. So it's it's two black black for like it's an artifact. It's a colored artifact, 
and it says if you have no cards in your graveyard you lose the game something like that I don't know I was no anyway, idea that's is. one of the things that you can donate okay, plus he also is. plays like Bajuka Bog and okay, uh, Leyline and Relic for, to, okay, to Relic, exile yeah, your yeah. graveyard okay Okay. so you donate that and you have no cards <laughs> in your graveyard and then you lose uh, there's also and he got this off against me in one of the games uh, has Blood Funnel do you know this card? no <laughs> so it's one of the black for an enchantment it's from Ravnica yeah. and it says non-creature spells you cast cost two less to cast okay great Yeah. whenever you cast a non-creature spell counter that spell unless you sacrifice a creature okay so basically he donates that and then <laughs> kills your creatures so yeah. that you can never cast a non-creature spell okay right, right. basically so that's what happened to me in one of the games and I completely locked out but in the other games I just ponzed away all his lands and that was that yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah it was a very fun deck to play bonkers. against and also he has he has uh, Memnite and Ornithopter in the deck mm-hmm. and I was like why and Tormod Script uh, Tormod Script obviously exiles the graveyard um, yeah. He, yeah he has Memnite and Ornithopter and I was like why do you have Memnite and Ornithopter because I like I boarded mm-hmm. in Anger of the Gods after the first game yeah uh, yeah. and it was very bad and I boarded it out again because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know what was going on in the first game uh, and yeah I was like why do you have Memline Nornathopter and he was like yeah because if I have the blood funnel on, on the, in play <laughs> yeah. in play when I want to when I want to donate with the harmless offering I yeah. need something to sacrifice <laughs> that's really <laughs> good like, okay Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah it was very funny um, so that was that was round one I won that one uh, round two I played against Kev he was playing Jaunt um, not too many interesting things here just like top deck some really good Bloodbraid Elves mm-hmm. uh, I think Blood Moon in game 1 locked him out of the game um, I think game 2 I lost quick enough and then game 3 I think I had an Inferno Titan and no sorry it was P, P and Kieran Nalar I, had, oh, yeah. I think I drew both my P and Kieran Nalars for the win um, yeah it was a kind of a race thing um, round 3 I played against McKaylee who's playing Grixis Death Shadow uh, game one, he got stuck on one land, and then I, I blew it up. So that was that. Yeah. <laughs> land destruction it. turned into a mountain. I blew it up. Yeah, yeah land destruction is <laughs> very good against Shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then game two, game two, game two kind of was more normal, but uh, he he got the three lands and he fetched basics early. So he had a in play. He had island swamp watery grave mm-hmm. and he actually wanted me to play a blood moon because <laughs> yeah, he had yeah. a colligon's command in his hand yeah, but i just right. never played it wow <laughs> i just class. raced him <laughs> yeah so nice yeah it was pretty sweet yeah and then in uh the last round i played against uh, eduardo on red green eldrazi mm-hmm. and those were really really good games like lots of cool racing back and forth um and yeah lost in three games uh close enough so I think one of the games he played uh, Eldrazi Obligator and stole my stole my Inferno Titan and attacked me with it and I still won that game. That what? was game one. That was Jesus insane. Christ. He was locked out for a long time by Blood Moon yeah, yeah. but then he managed to get like a Mind Stone in play so he wasn't locked out anymore so mm-hmm. he was able to play Reality Smash and stuff but I, I had already put him down to a low life total with um, yeah. Blood Braids and stuff like that. Um, and then I think game three came down to I think I mulliganed to four no I mulliganed to four no <laughs> mulliganed to four mulliganed to six mm-hmm. um, and yeah that was I think I had a tracker and an arbor elf and I was just trying to race and hoping that he didn't have an Eldrazi obligator and then he just had one he stole my arbor elf and attacked me for lethal so, oh, okay fair enough brutal. yeah but uh, really good games so it was really fun playing modern I, I definitely messed up loads of times in sideboarding uh, I messed I didn't attack with a blood braid elf 
at least twice because I forgot I had haste. Well, I did it against McKaylee, <laughs> and he was very impressed. He was like, "You didn't want to reduce my life total because of death shadow." And, <laughs> and I was like, like yeah. "Yes, correct." <laughs> <laughs> and then there was another time where he played an engineered explosives against me, and it yeah. got a uh, birds and arbor elf on a utopia sprawl. Mm-hmm. And I think he was like, he he like he played it for one, and then he sacked it. And he watched me like put the arbor elf and the birds away, mm. and then like I think he was watching me to see if I would put the utopia sprawl yeah, away yeah. and like n- like realize. And I was like, yeah, I did it. And I felt like he was proud of me in that moment. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else happened? Um, in game one against Kev, he was like, he was. If if people don't know uh, Kevin Fogarty, he he he, do, he does his thought process out loud usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at least at, I don't know about higher stakes tournaments, but lower stakes tournaments, he usually does his thought process out loud. And he was like, um, okay, he was calculating like damage race and stuff, mm-hmm. I think. And he was like, okay, I don't think you. He was like, no, you're a good player, so you're definitely not playing the version of the deck with the Inferno Titans. <laughs> and I really wanted to like. Yeah, yeah. Reveal an Inferno Titan with a Corsair Crucifix next turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I didn't really even understand the statement because I don't understand modern very well yet. But I was like, "Why is it bad to play Inferno Titans?" So I think they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I thought but, uh, they're decent. Yeah. But yeah, and then in game two, I flipped it off a of Chandra and couldn't cast it. Yeah, he got me. Yeah, so he, he was proved right there. But uh, yeah, it was very fun. I definitely definitely hit up some more. And now there's going to be. Sunday, kind of in the pub, similar to legacy style mm. modern tournaments. So mm-hmm. we'll see how those go. Oh, yeah. The first one of those was run successfully over the weekend. Nice. Um, yeah, that's it. I think from us this cool. week. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, you can tweet us as I already mentioned. Skullcrack at Skullcrack on Twitter. You can email us skullcrackpodcast@gmail.com. Uh, thanks to Alex. Oh, for Sorry, the email. Yeah. Sorry, I thought it was yeah. the Alex Ball. Yes, the matter. <laughs> no, yes, the matter. Yes. Yeah, I was, I was some, he, he gave yeah. us some emails about what? What was he telling us about? Some rules. Legacy burn. Rules interaction. Yeah, but yeah. stuff about legacy burn. Um, and uh, yeah, because we because we had questioned what um we talked about what a uh, oh the split second card is sudden shock. Sudden shock. Yeah, so oh yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. We, we we mentioned it last week. We didn't we weren't quite sure what it was used for. Why? Well, yeah, uh, yeah. We, we mentioned we mentioned uh, in fact was yeah. also good against Ventor. Yes. Yeah, Mentor yeah. and Mother of Runes, really, yeah. which is definitely yeah. true as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny because I know in Vintage it was even used against Mentor when Mentor was everywhere, mm. and I just okay. didn't, I didn't even think about it for Legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks for that email, and if you too want to contact us privately and chat about things, well, we don't really chat, we re- respond via this podcast, Yeah, <laughs> you can email us. Um, thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music, mm-hmm. yeah. and we will talk to you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. flows through the plane of earth realm no living human has learned how to harness it instead its citizens have learned to, 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 to have turned to the magic <laughs> it's time for Tala time warp don't mind that it's, a, it's like a magic set that's like we're making up cards for it and it's like uh, ancient Ireland clashing with, with um, modern Ireland, Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. here we go great so uh, we got cards stay wolf yeah well I start yes yeah alright anyway. so my last two have been they're all they're all inspired by Irish, Irish mythology 
in case anybody didn't get that. Okay. <laughs> I think they did. Pretty heavy-handed with the theme. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the last two have been creatures, but I tried decided to try my hand at a sorcery this, this time. Oh, all right. So it's, um, it's a red-green for a sorcery, mm-hmm. and it's called Ulster Landfall. Oh, very good. Yeah. It doesn't involve landfall. Oh. <laughs> um, it says, as an additional cost to cast Ulster Landfall, you may pay... No, you must pay? Is that what it is? Pay five life. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just cost, yeah. yeah. And it says, uh, gain control of target land, you become the monarch. Oh my god. It's so flavorful. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is very powerful. Yeah. Very powerful and flavorful. Yeah, I think, I think this does need to be a rare. I was thinking uncommon, but I think it needs to be a rare. Oh, I think, yeah. I it think needs to be more than two mana, right? It's insane. <laughs> it's it more like, trips. pay five life. Yeah, but you can trips and, and takes okay, one. Well, it's, original, like a, it's like a three for one. If you, The original design didn't have the monarch part on it. Because, oh, yeah, that's just the, for flavor. Yeah, Alan yeah, suggested yeah. that, and that's it's too good. The yeah. flavor is yeah, yeah, too okay. good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Oh, well, I think it's... Oh, yeah, that's what it is. And I'm trying to think of how... Maybe so the, the five life is just a number you picked just because it's like enough ma- enough lives to pay to pay this fair. Is that right? Because there's older. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, order yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could also change the mana costs yeah, yeah, by, yeah. to make it. But like I wanted to pay the life because there's the... So like the story is... I don't remember exactly who the lords were or whatever, but mm-hmm. it was like some lords of Ulster sailing back and uh, they were like, oh, there's the shore of Ulster. The first one of us to set his hand upon it uh, will be the ruler of it. Hmm. And one of the lads very cleverly chopped his hand off and threw it on the shore. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's, your, that, that's the five life. Well, that's class, yeah. okay. Yeah. What if uh, you discard your hand instead? <laughs> that's pretty good as well, yeah. I like that also. <laughs> yeah. That one, that's... That's pretty funny as well because that's a that's a pun. Yeah, that's yeah. using rules text of a magic card to make a pun. That's pretty clever. I like that. Yeah, actually. yeah. It could be yeah. in the. Is this an unset? Yeah, this is a serious set. It's so it's serious. Just, yeah, this is an expert level expansion. Is it? <laughs> All right, give me another yes. one. Another card. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, wait, I'll go because yeah. my one's terrible. Your one's probably better, so we'll end with the stronger <laughs> one. Originally, so this is called the Salmon of Knowledge. Oh, yeah. sweet. Originally, it was just going to be a legendary mold drifter that did you a damage when it entered the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was pretty good yeah, but I, I decided to re- redesign it into an artifact okay so it's a I didn't know exactly how to cost this but it's pretty strong it's, it's fine it's current mana cost yeah so it's two mana for an artifact okay you can pay one uh, and tap it it's to, not an artifact creature no no it's just an artifact okay. pay one and tap it yeah to uh, draw two cards then uh, target opponent gains control of it uh, sorry, it enters with a wisdom counter on it. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, right. so sorry, you pay mana and remove a wisdom counter from it. Okay. Yeah. And then you can uh, tap it, draw two cards. Target opponent gains control of it. Mm. Uh, at the beginning of the next upkeep, uh, target player must uh, activate the second ability, which is just pay two mana uh, to tap it and then sacrifice it. That's really annoying. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> so this is a... Uh, so it's the Salmon of Knowledge, because basically you're just eating a little bit of it. You're only paying one mana. Yeah. Uh, and removing the Wisdom counter from it, which is oh, the magic. Yes, and then yeah. you get to draw two cards, which is gaining Getting wisdom. all the knowledge in the world. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and then your opponent has to spend their next turn eating the whole Salmon. And, <laughs> and they get, get nothing. And they get nothing out of it. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, good flavor. Good flavor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is cool? Is that who it was? Uh, Finn McCool, yeah. Finn McCool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Class. Alright, that was sweet. Yeah, okay, so we got um, uh, my card is an enchantment. Okay. Right, it's called 
I suppose we're going to talk about the yeah, so the kind of the art is going to be like a it's like a scientist working in like, in like a ruined lab. There's like all, all the papers and stuff everywhere. Lots of kind of smash machinery uh, on the background on the on the wall behind them. It's like um, a picture of a moon. Because I suppose this t- had a time warp happened because of a, a solar a lunar eclipse. So that's mm-hmm. great. That's hasn't gone up really. It's, okay. it's not very important until now. Was only a picture of a moon in the background. Lots of kind of mad scribblings about it's all kind of torn pages and stuff. Uh, he's kind of completely this frantic. His clothes are all torn. His hair is all kind of pulled out. He's looking into like a telescope and he has a look of absolute horror on his face. All right, you probably know where this is going. Uh, it's an enchantment one blue red for an enchantment called Glimpse to Forbidden Aeons. So at the beginning of your upkeep. Put a madness counter on Glimpse for Forbidden Aeons. Then draw cards equal to the number of madness counters on it. Mm, okay. That's pretty good. At the beginning of combat, on your turn, if Glimpse of Forbidden Aeons has three or more madness counters on it, remove all counters and transform it. Alright. <laughs> sorry, no, I missed that. Sorry, sorry. It's a remove all, remove all counters, discard your hand, and then transform it. Okay. Right. Great. Great. Can't, wait. Knowledge. Can't wait to see what's on the next side. <laughs> It transforms into Embrical, Reality Scourge. It's a legendary creature, Eldrazi, 15-15, flying, protection for color spells, and then lie later six. At the beginning of the next end step, you lose the game. Ooh. Ooh that's Wait, yeah. it doesn't have haste, though. No, it's already been on the battlefield for a Oh, yeah, you just transform it. Yeah, you just transform it. Okay, yeah. All right. So it's, it's like, good. So, yeah, so you, I need to discard your hand so you can't defend it. It doesn't have trample. Does Embrical have trample? It's a big... Proper Amical has trample? That's an Annihilator 6, so yeah. Like, yeah, true. Yeah, probably doesn't yeah. need trample. Yeah, and it's the like, other Amical has trample, probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. trample. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the yeah, Promise End has trample. Yeah. I suppose it makes more sense. Promise End. Promise End was the one that was in the moon, so it should be that one. But so this is why Talatine Warp is happening, is it? Yeah! yeah. Uh, oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's like... Um, <laughs> Uh, yes, and it's like you know, if, if you're if you're born with a TaskScript command, you just lose the game because they just tap it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Icy Manipulator. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's colorless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to think about that one. It's like I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Surprise. Yeah, I've I've heard people kind of talk about Ice Manipulator all the time, kind of just referring to its ability. Yeah. Um, I knew it was an artifact, but I never thought it was like not a creature. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh so right, right. I was yeah. kind of in my head. I was kind of does sound like a creature. Yeah, I thought it was like yeah. a dude with like long yeah. icy fingers, uh, like like Jack Frost. A camera girl. Yeah. 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 Um, then uh, when I saw like the the new Ice Manipulator, it was just like a like a pendulum. I was like, yeah, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. It's always been that, like that, like a staff. Or whatever, has, yeah, yeah. I just never noticed it. Like, but, All right. Yeah. Perhaps we'll revisit Talatime Warp one day, but for now. That case file is closed. Yes. Um, we found out what was going on, so... Great. Yeah, watch up. Yeah. It's all fine. Brilliant. Um, so, that's going to do it for us this week. If anybody has any spicy Tallow Time Warp cards that they design, please do send them in to yeah. us. We would love it. Yeah. We'll make them into real cards on MTG Cardsmith or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye. Class.